The Chicago White Sox lost to the Texas Rangers on Sunday afternoon, and despite scoring a total of 23 runs, they also lost the series. Jake Berger continued to stay hot, and there was some lineup consistency, especially at the top of the order, uh, but not enough to overcome some of the pitching issues. Whether it was guys that actually logged innings or guys that were simply not available, it caused quite the headache for Sox fans. Manager Tony LaRusa heard the cry of the frustrated uh, on Saturday. Where did the Sox go from here? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sacks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sacks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Borowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan. Uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. I really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk Sox, especially after this weekend. Uh, Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Hey, Lance Lynn returns as the Sox open up a series in Detroit. Uh, we've got more injuries to discuss, uh, unavailable as well as underperforming players, uh, but it was really the talk of the weekend. Fire Tony Chance uh, ring out on the south side. Uh, state of the Sox, Sox are 27 and 31, uh, chasing the Twins by six games in the Central. Uh, we're going to go through uh, Sunday's loss in the entire series, uh, but we got to jump right into Saturday. Uh, what a weekend it was. Uh, I'm starting to run out of words for frustrating, disgusting, disappointment, underperforming. Uh, I'm just running out of, of synonyms, uh, running out of adjectives. It, it's just uh, it's difficult, and this weekend was uh, was frustrating for sure, uh, to say the least. Uh, Sox lost two of three uh, from the Texas Rangers, and uh, we're going to go through it all. But Saturday was Hawaiian shirt day. It was a, a gorgeous afternoon, uh, I think 30,000, something like that, at the ballpark. And, you know, Sox won on Friday, and Saturday's lineup was just about a, a copy of Fridays, which was interesting. A little bit of consistency, finally. Uh, Garcia was playing instead of Harrison, uh, but other than that, it was pretty close. Started feeling pretty good about what the Sox might try to start building uh, with the Rangers in town. Sox lost in extra innings 11-9. to uh, Giolito was your starter. Giolito went five innings, uh, gave up six hits, four earned runs, three walks, eight strikeouts, in uh, a home run. His ERA sits at 3.88. He only threw 81 uh, pitches. Now, Giolito had a 5 nothing lead 
and gave up four in the top of the fifth. Uh, the big question is whether Giolito should have gone further, you know, questioning his, I guess, his status as the team's ace. Uh, it was a very frustrating day for Giolito. I, based on what's going on with our bullpen and certain guys are just unavailable and it's so odd what's happening. Um, I, we're finding out that there are some guys that are hurt that they're just not available, but the amount of bullpen arms that are just not available at certain times is is really, wow, it's blowing my mind. Uh, so it would have been nice for Giolito to get into the sixth and keep, and keep going and hopefully shut the Rangers down. It would have taken uh, uh, some of the taxing uh, from our bullpen, uh, but it didn't work out that way. That's not how Larusa played it. Uh, Giolito was very frustrated, uh, and this uh, this is some of the stuff he said. I'm disgusted in myself for today. Uh, that's all I can really say. Uh, I go out and perform like I know I can, and we're talking a lot differently right now. As a starting pitcher, when you have a lead like that, getting to the midpoint of the game, that's when it's time to turn up the gas and keep riding, go deep, put up zeros, keep up that momentum. I swung it over to the other side, but those stressful innings put the bullpen in a tough position. They had to cover a lot of innings, just need to be better. That's it. Uh, Sox went with Crick, Sousa, Lambert uh, in some of the high leverage situations. We were looking for Bummer. I think a lot of fans were calling for him. Uh, he The last time he pitched was June 7th, and he pitched a third of an inning. We found out uh, on Sunday that he was placed on the 15-day uh, DL. Uh, didn't see Hendricks much uh, at all on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, all about this workload management. You know, is it a personal thing? Is it an organizational thing? Uh, is this something that Tony LaRussa and the front office are deciding we just can't use these guys on certain days? Uh, we've got to stretch them out. We've got to keep them fresh. Or is it players that they're determining, you know what, based on the numbers, you know, what I have cobbled together in my career, we now have the stats to show that I'm most effective uh, when I have this amount of rest. And do they go to Tony LaRusso? Do they go to the organization and say, you know what? I just can't pitch today. I'm not available. It's really odd. I, I can't figure it out. Um, it was a rough game for Mankata, uh, rough season for Mankata. He was 0 for 5 with three strikeouts on Saturday. Uh, Yaz, uh, after a, a really nice game on Friday, he left with a hamstring issue. It doesn't sound like he's going on the IL as of yet, but again, another issue. Uh, and unfortunately, a guy that it seems like he has really been battling uh, some knee issues based on that offseason surgery. Had three hits on Friday. Maybe he's starting to get his legs and uh, a hamstring issue. So the fire Tony chants uh, were ringing out. Late in the game, as Foster was giving up four runs, three of them were earned in extras. Uh, you heard it through the telecast. Uh, Steve uh, Stone and Jason Benetti almost paused to let it uh, echo through the TV. It became a national thing. Everybody was picking it up. And on social media, it was being retweeted and, and passed along. Uh, Jeff Passan talked about it from ESPN, all different kind of outlets. It was on the Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Tribune, uh, for a front page on Sunday. Uh, big, big story. Uh, Tony was asked about it uh, in the post game. 
And this is what LaRusa had to say about the fire Tony chance. Uh, well, I hear it with one ear and I see it with one eye. I appreciate they want us to win. And when we don't win, they're unhappy. I'm pleased that they are. You know, we have the team to win and we're losing games. Uh, nobody in that clubhouse, including the manager and coaches, is happy. I like it when fans care enough to be upset. I've said before, I learned you're accountable for everything, right? Anything that is happening with this team, in the end, I'm responsible. You figure that out. If you don't like the record, it's my responsibility. If you don't like the moves, whatever it is, never have dodged accountability, and I won't start now. So I think the big question, and I'm glad he answered the question. I, I'm glad that he he offered that response. Uh, you know, are the chants justified? You know, is this fair as players are underperforming? I think it really, uh, it's just fans' frustration is boiled over from the walking, intentionally walking Turner to the doubling down on the, on the comments the next day and saying, oh, pretty much essentially, I would do the same thing over. I don't understand why there's an issue. And then the the way the Sox, everything unraveled for them late in the game. Again, the expectations of where this team should have been uh, right now, you know, they should be in first place. That's what everyone was expe- expecting, you know, first to the end, first place in the AL Central, six games under, chasing the Twins and the Guardians, and everything has just completely uh, boiled over. And the fire Tony chants were loud. And I, I didn't hear any on Sunday, uh, but look, is it ever really completely a coach or a manager's fault? Uh, of course not. There's a lot that goes into it. You know, it, they're not going to yell every player's name individually. You know, fans are going to go after who's in charge, uh, whether it's the NFL, NBA, NHL, and in baseball, it is the manager. So that, that's where it's coming from. Uh, you look at, you know, a, a team like the Phillies, who fired uh, Girardi, whether it was justified or not. Phillies haven't lost a game yet. I think they're like eight eight or nine and oh since firing Joe Girardi. So that's where I think some fans are looking of like, maybe it's not, uh, it could, maybe it's not going to be completely a, a perfect situation if, if La Russa goes, but there's hope. Maybe something will change. That, that's what we're looking for right now. Uh, I still think, you know, La Russa stays throughout the year unless this becomes something of too much of an embarrassment for Reinsdorf. And he feels like he's becoming even more a laughing stock. And he feels like his good buddy, Larusa, his reputation is being tarnished. But fire Tony Chance. It was the first time this year. And we'll, we'll see what happens with this road, tr- road trip if they come back when the Sox return. Uh, White Sox sent Gavin Sheets down to Charlotte on Friday. And the Sox ended up beating the Rangers that day. Uh, Let's relive that experience. Uh, More on that in a moment. Hey, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1, their flagship product, for uh, a while now and have noticed improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. Uh, So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes, and trusted by leading health experts. 
It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of uh, one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, the ultimate NBA mock draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. Uh, First pick is June 16th. Search ultimate NBA mock draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. All right, we'll take you back to Friday when things were good. Uh, Friday night, the Sox won uh, that series opener against the Rangers 8-3. to three. Uh, Grandal with three RBIs. Um, you know, it felt like he was turning a corner there, which is why it was so unfortunate what happened to him on Saturday. Uh, Mendick had a home run. Uh, Lopez ended up starting the game, and then they went with Martin. So combined, Ronaldo Lopez and uh, Davis Martin did pretty well. I mean, seven innings pitched, four hits, two earned runs, a walk, nine strikeouts. Not bad uh, at all. Uh, Gavin Sheets, though, I thought this was uh, really interesting in Friday, uh, Friday before the game, well before the game. Gavin Sheets sent to Charlotte uh, prior to the game, and Lambert uh, came back up. Uh, James Fegan from The Athletic wrote about it, and this was a paragraph that he hit on uh, regarding what Frank Menachino might have saw. And uh, Fegan wrote, uh, hitting coach Frank Menachino said Sheets' less productive contact with increased chasing out of the zone was a product of him trying to key on specific pitch types. Instead, M- Menachino wanted Sheets to be disciplined about the specific location he was looking for uh, pitches in and not straying whenever he saw a fastball. But Menachino also uh, couched it as the inevitable counter move from Sheets whacking 11 home runs in 54 games as a rookie. Uh, And this is a quote from Sheets in the article. In Houston, it started a lot in the postseason last year, and I think teams have gotten after that playbook. Uh, It's my job to adjust back to that and flip the script on that. If that's the way they're going to attack me, I've got to make that my strength. They're just trying to find ways to get me off the fastball. My job is to stay on the fastball at all times and work off of that. If that's the way they're going to attack me, I've just got to adjust. Uh, Sheets is talking about the amount of sliders he's seeing. And again, Frank Menachino talked about, well, it could be because you hit that many home runs in a short amount of time. And of course, you know, Gavin Sheets needs to make adjustments. Uh, he, he'll he be back, I'm sure. Uh, Vaughn, you know, he learned it towards the end of last season and spoke about it in the offseason. You've got to learn uh, what pitchers are trying to do to you. And Vaughn, You've seen the results with Vaughn this year. I mean, it's not an end product, and it might not be for a while. But how different does Vaughn look 
at the plate. Um, I think he's a tougher out. He's realized what guys are trying to do, and he's been able to adjust sometimes within an at-bat. Um, I mean, was Gavin Sheets set up for success at the beginning of the season? You know, the, the bold move by Han, that they're bullish on Gavin Sheets. You know, they could see maybe a platoon in right field, a, a position that's not his natural position. And we've been seeing a lot of Gavin Sheets in right, DH. I mean, haven't really seen a lot at first base, but no one's really going to take that from Jose Abreu right now. Uh, Sheets has been a guy that, you know, he can run into one, but what you've been seeing a lot from him when he was up at the big league level uh, is this kind of, sometimes he'll just like hit this accidental uh, against the shift, you know, squibber uh, down the third base line. I, you haven't seen you know, the power you haven't, you haven't seen it, what we saw last year. So I think he's going to be back. The Sox need that power left-handed bat, but, you know, figure it out in Charlotte. It is tough to be making adjustments up at the big league level. And I think that goes back to why fans were so frustrated that it almost seemed like the Sox were settling on a Sheets Vaughn situation instead of going out and getting, you know, a true right fielder, true DH and so forth. Uh, the good news for the White Sox is that Lance Lynn finally returns. Uh, his start was moved up a day, and he'll be kicking off uh, the series in Detroit. Also, boy, Sunday was a wild, wild day on the south side. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. So we had some news and notes uh, before a Sunday's game. We got an answer a little bit to that Aaron Bummer situation. Uh, Sox placed him on the 15-day injured list retroactive to June 19th uh, with a, I'm sorry, June 9th with a left lat strain. Uh, optioned right-hand pitcher Davis Martin to class AAA Charlotte. Uh, again, liked what I've seen from Dave, uh, Davis Martin. Um, I, I think he'll be back. I, I think he'll be definitely back soon uh, with all the pitching issues going on. Sacks recalled uh, left-hand pitcher Tanner Banks, which we saw on Sunday. Uh, Sacks brought up Sebi Zavala because of the Yaz injury. Uh, he got some playing time on Sunday. And the White Sox DFA'd your mean Mercedes, the Yerminator experiment. Uh, is over. Who will take a chance on Mercedes? I bet you somebody uh, will. Um, I uh, I definitely had the Yerminator burger at Freddy's. I was there for the home opener in 2021 uh, when he crushed that home run into the left field uh, bleachers. Uh, that was quite a, a month and a half, maybe two months last season. Uh, that was That'll be a trivia question. That'll be a nostalgia question years down the road regarding your mean Mercedes. Uh, Jake Berger, uh, you know, leading the Sox in home runs with eight uh, heading into the game on June 12th. Surprising. Uh, I don't know about you, but I really I love what he's taken advantage of everything, every opportunity he has. I mean, it's been w one heck of a, 
a couple weeks, I feel like, for Jake Berger. But I did not think he'd be leading the Sox in home runs with eight uh, on June 12th. Uh, total runs being scored lately uh, has, has been great. Uh, the Sox scored 23 runs in the series against the Rangers, but had nothing really to show for one win on Friday. It come from behind a win. Let's talk some some Sunday baseball. It was a frustrating afternoon game. Sox lost to the Rangers 8-6 to six in extra innings. They just can't figure out the extra innings solution. You knew it was going to go bad uh, when Kopech left after 13 pitches. Uh, it looked like it was maybe an ankle issue. The White Sox said it was a right knee issue. And uh, as of this recording, it sounds like it might not be a major issue. And uh, Kopech could be able to make that next start. He was clearly frustrated, and it just felt like Sunday could be a real palate cleanser. Uh, the Sox with Kopech going uh, can you know come back, wipe everything away from Saturday, you know, win the game, win the series, and then head to Detroit. Welcome back, uh, Lance Lynn. Would Lance Lynn even pitch on Monday? Probably not, because Johnny Cueto was supposed to go Monday, and he needed to be rushed, and we needed him. Lopez came in after Kopech couldn't finish. Uh, Cueto, he he gave up five hits, three earned runs in his uh, in his effort. But you really can't blame him too much. He he was not uh, prepared to pitch. And hey, I I have really liked everything we've gotten from Johnny Cueto uh, this year. And that's not on him. That was a tough situation to be in. Uh, we'll fast forward to the eighth inning. There was no Graveman at this time. It was Tanner Banks pitching in a tie ball game. A lot of folks uh, surprised about that. Uh, he gave up two leadoff walks and then two strikeouts and a grounder to first. Banks was back in the ninth. Dylan Cease was warming up at one point. We later find out from Tony La Russa his words that he was just getting some some work in that he truly wasn't going going to go in the game, but. That's, you know, again, what he said. Uh, Graveman was also warming up. Hendricks apparently not uh, available. Uh, very confusing. Fans, I don't, I don't get the, I don't, I just don't get the issue, but he was not an option. Uh, Berger had an error late in the game, started to give you visions of Thursday's game, but no damage was done. Two scoreless innings from Banks. and the 11th inning, Ruiz gave up a three-run home run to Duran and it got worse from there. Sacks offense, uh, Sacks offense came out swinging in the first. I mean, two out offense. Here we go. Robert gets a hit, steals second. Abreu walks in. Berger, who else with an RBI single? So you kind of felt like, all right, we we got this. You know, we'll get back on track. And the, the offense wasn't really cooking. Uh, it, it took a while. Uh, seventh inning, I'll take you to Vaughn with a two RBI base hit to tie the game at three. Uh, Robert was up with runners in the corners and one out. He popped up. Abreu with two outs. Ground ball to second to end the inning. Again, opportunities have been there for this White Sox team, and they just can't get it done. Uh, 11th inning, Zavala, Mendick uh, got in on the action. Texas Rangers had outfielders collide. Pollock involved. Sox scored three to tie it up. Texas comes right back in the 12th with two runs. Foster was in the game. Again, Hendricks, where are you? Not available. 
Uh, Sacks can't score, and the game ends with a base running play in the ninth. Luis Robert tagging up from second to try to get to third. He popped off the bag and was tagged out. Why was he tagging up there? Uh, that re- run means nothing. Uh, Sacks offense final line, six runs, eight hits, struck out 13 times. They did walk five times, and with runners in scoring position, the Sacks were four for 14. Uh, White Sox lose two of three against the Rangers. No rest for the weary. They are heading to Detroit. Uh, Berger last seven games. Here's your bright spot. Uh, slashing 414, 469, 862, three home runs and eight RBIs. That's your silver lining, the way Jake Berger's been playing. So Lance Lynn's going to go on Monday. Lynn started three games and threw 17 innings against Detroit last season. He only gave up three earned runs and struck out 19. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB, Paul Francis Sullivan, I just call him Sully brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts uh, coming up on the next episode. We will talk about Lance Lynn and how the start of that series went against the Detroit uh, Tigers. Hey, I really appreciate you making time for the lockdown white Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski until next time. Go Sox.